The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hi folks, this is Jenny Bulware, Main Street South Carolina Manager and State Coordinator. As a technical assistance program of the Municipal Association, we are a network of communities across the state committed to creating vibrant downtowns. Today we are discussing our statewide Main Street Awards program. Joining me is Jonathan Eyrick, Director of Main Street Lawrence, and Nathan Sen, Mayor of the City of Lawrence. As a technical assistance program of the association, Main Street South Carolina provides an annual Inspiration Awards program to celebrate exemplary projects across the state. These awards are competitive with an annual judging of projects. This year, the City of Lawrence and Main Street Lawrence have been recognized for their Lawrence Lights the Night with the Excellence on Main Street Award the winning submission over all others. Nathan, tell us how this project came about. Well, we looked at what a lot of neighboring cities were doing to celebrate for the holidays, and uh, Christmas holidays in particular. And when you have have static light installations, you're pretty limited in what you could do. And so we were trying to think outside the box about what we might be able to do in terms of using light projection as a way of accomplishing that, but being able to use it rather than just for for Christmas, for all sorts of events throughout the year. And so that sort of morphed into the conversation of how could we use this to, um, to draw people to our downtown and really set Lawrence apart in the way that it celebrates Independence Day. And Jonathan, tell us a little bit about that partnership with the downtown nonprofit. How were they involved in supporting this program? So the city, I think, has made an effort in bringing more of the events and things back downtown because we know that downtown is the heart of our community. And obviously, if we're down here where we have restaurants and and um, other retail establishments, then we have an opportunity to attract even more people to those events. So from the nonprofit standpoint, we were able to help um line up with the food vendors, the craft vendors, help with the marketing, that sort of thing, and then get all of our businesses on board as well so that we could make sure that they knew that we were going to be partnering with the city to bring in what we thought were going to be maybe 2,000 people, but ended up being close to three or 4,000 people for one night, which I think is the most we've ever had in downtown Lawrence for a one-day event. So The pictures are amazing. From the light show display to the crowds, it was, it was really impressive. You have also had to utilize uh, a building downtown through which the projection is shared on the courthouse property. How, what did that look like? How did that unfold? Well, we were really um, blessed uh, that the county who owns the historic courthouse happened to be doing some renovation work. And so there's, there's 3D modeling that has to be done to do the projection. And the architects for the county were kind enough to share those 3D models with us as we prepared those things. But one of the things that initially attracted us to this technology is instead of having, you know, actual physical lights that are attached to a building, because this is just a projection, there's absolutely no impact on, on the surface that it's being projected upon. So really the, the county only had to work with us to make sure the lights were turned off at the right time. And then from the equipment side of things, tell me more about that. What, when you had the equipment, it's pretty substantial. It is. So um, due to COVID, we had to 
change some of our youth sports programs and, and make adjustments there. Unfortunately, our football program, which has a general annual cost around $15,000, was not able to proceed as planned. And so we wanted to stay true to the, the spirit of the budget and use those funds for recreation like city council had designated, um, but we tried to use it in, in a creative way and so we used that money to purchase this equipment. And y'all had great <clears throat> feedback from the community about their experiences downtown, seeing downtown in a new light, family members that maybe hadn't visited Lawrence in quite some time. Tell us a little bit more about what that feedback was. So we had um, families from all over the upstate, North Carolina, Georgia, that came in. Um, we had some families from neighboring communities that came over because they had heard about what was going on. And they had been to some of our other events, like our Finally Friday events and stuff. And so they've already sort of bought into what we're doing in downtown. And then when they heard about this new type of technology being used and this new way of looking at Fourth of July lights and the way that we could use it at Christmas, then they wanted to come see for themselves how it was going to work. And so when when the projection happened it was um, really it, it was really interesting to see how well it fit in with the building how well it worked and we kept hearing oohs and ahs the entire time that the program was going and people were all excited again we were shoulder to shoulder down here with people looking at the uh, at the display and then to con- and then to combine that with fireworks so we were able to offer a little bit of everything for everybody during that one night Weather is always an issue when you have these outdoor events and and gatherings. Was there a discussion about how to handle that, or was this a, it's happening regardless? Uh, Pretty much rain or shine, it was going to happen. We'd put too much into it for it (laughs) not to. Um, But honestly, um, when you're in the middle of July, uh, you're always facing a summer thunderstorm here or there, but like fireworks, you know, there's nothing really that we were worried about being affected by the weather because the equipment was inside and uh, the building's big enough that (laughs) um, you could be under an umbrella and still be able to see it. Speaking of all of the the buildings and construction, we're in the middle of a great season of rebirth in Lawrence. So recognizing that this is this is a discussion about that award what other things are on the horizon here in the community that y'all are really excited about well speaking of the historic courthouse um, one of the things that I'm really proud of our community for doing is we passed a one percent sales tax for capital projects and that is being used to renovate the the exterior of that building and I I do credit the fact that we sort of raised the profile of the historic courthouse for for that passing because we were able to to sort of refocus people's attention on that really important asset. Um, in addition to that, we have worked with our Main Street members, the businesses all around downtown, and and sort of listened to their needs. And we're constructing a pedestrian plaza on the north side of the the courthouse that will be a great gathering space for the community. 
That's exciting. Just walking here today, seeing the, the work underway is really, um, that's something I'm, I'm excited about coming back to see. Jonathan, tell us a little bit about some of the, the things that y'all are working on uh, with your organization. So y'all own a building. Actually, you own two. Mm-hmm. So what, what are those two projects? So one, the building downtown that we own is actually houses the Main Street office. And we're in the process now of, of building out an actual office space so that we can have dedicated office space for myself. And then the front part of that can really be almost what you would call flex space. So the idea right now is that we can work with uh, the Chamber of Commerce because they are going to be doing some micro grants later on. um, And it's possible to use that as sort of incubator space. We can also use it as other office space or we can, I mean, it's really open for anything. So the idea right now is that we will be able to use that space to offer it to a new uh, emerging business to for so many months that they'll be able to stay rent free while they're growing their business taking advantage of um, business workshops that we can host through our organization, through Main Street South Carolina, and then through our partnership with the SBDC and um, to continue to grow them and grow their knowledge of how to run a business. And then with really the ultimate plan of being for them to grow outside of that into a permanent building. The other one for us is uh, a cottage on West Main that we are working to turn into an Airbnb. And we're excited about that. It'll actually be able to sleep six people, I believe. And um, the board, we had a board meeting just today, matter of fact, where the board approved to go ahead and spend money out of our budget to get that project going. Um, Because we know that by spending the money, it's going to actually be a a revenue source for us later. So it's an investment in in a piece of property that will actually give us a more of a return. So our board is ready to see that project get started. And I imagine future Lawrence likes the night. That will be a draw for people to overnight and extend their stays in the community. Well, and speaking of overnight, we've got some exciting news, hopefully, on the horizon, too. I don't want to steal the thunder. I'll let Nathan talk a little bit more about that. But we're all excited about this next thing. We uh, we had a city building um, that the city purchased from a bank, and we've leased it back to the bank for years we put out a request for proposals for renovating that uh, city property into a boutique hotel downtown. And the beauty of it is we're, we're focusing, as Jonathan said earlier, on re-engaging our downtown and bringing uh, people to our community in the area that's, you know, most walkable, most attractive, most delicious. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's exciting. Almost too much. It's overwhelming thinking about all the project, projects you have going on and, and the success of your awards. This is your second year in a, in a row. So we're, we're looking forward to what's on the horizon with y'all for next year's um, submissions. Okay, so Jonathan and Nathan, this, this is even more exciting thinking about the external support that you've received for a lot of these projects. So both for the plaza and for the building project here on the square. Tell us a little bit more about some of those funding um, support. So for the building itself, we were actually received a hometown economic development grant, I believe in 2017, 2018. Uh, so we started the process of looking at designing the building out. Uh, and then, of course, COVID hit. So that took, we had to stop everything, basically. Um, as we came out of COVID, we realized sort of the, the co-working aspect that we'd originally thought just was not, we're not quite ready for that yet here in Lawrence. So we decided to go still use those same plans, but be able to turn it more into an incubator type space. So with that grant, along with some ARPA money from the county, we're, we're using that for that, that project. And then for the pedestrian plaza, we were able to use a placemaking grant 
from Main Street, South Carolina, that we'll be able to use for tables and chairs, um, trash receptacles, whatever, some more placemaking, some more of the fun items that you get to put into Pedestrian Plaza to make it a place that everybody wants to come and enjoy. So we're, we're really looking forward to being able to put all of those grants to work and see a, a even bigger return on those investments. Yeah, it's, it's, it's helpful to have those other outside sources of funding and the placemaking grant that y'all received here in Lawrence was in a part through a partnership with AARP South Carolina. So that was another venture that we had pursued to, to really help our, our local communities thrive and work on some new programming. So that, that's great. And the, and the streetscaping in general is part of, of carrying out a plan that the city worked with Main Street to develop as part of a downtown master plan in 2017. So it's sort of nice to see all these plans come together all at one time. Yeah, and th these are the plans that maybe, you know, were initially sitting on the shelf for a while to find those sources of funding, and, and they're happening. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's fun to see those happening. It's also interesting when you hear people in the community and when you when when somebody develops a master plan and then two or three months goes by and they're like, Well, nothing's happening with that master plan. Well, master plans are developed and designed to to happen over time. And so it's it's good to see this plan actually starting to take root and seeing the projects that have already been ticked off of that and the ones that are happening now. Um, it's it's really fun to see those projects really start happening so that you can, when you go to meetings and stuff, you can say, well, we didn't have a plan that just sat on a shelf. We actually put it into action. It's a great example for others to say, how'd you do that? We put it into place and we worked it. And there generally tends to be more community support when they get buy into to producing the plan and see that the leadership of their community is actually carrying it out. And caring about it. That's right. right. Successful Main Street communities focus on holistic economic development that delivers real results while supporting local growth for long-term success. The Main Street Inspiration Awards provide an opportunity to showcase tangible examples of that focus. Jonathan and Mayor Sen, thank you for your commitment to continued action and taking time to share with our listeners. And for our listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Main Street, South Carolina, you can find us on the Municipal Association's website, www.masc.sc. Thank you for tuning in. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the Association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.